hey everyone it's time for puzzle talk the geocaching puzzle podcast brought to you by the geocache talk network if you'd like to become a patron click on the become a patron heart on the front page of the geocache talk website or head on over to patreon.com forward slash geocache talk for more details patrons get the now famous blackout coins and other geocaching items during the year as well as bonus content and invites to special events only for patrons. Support levels start at as little as Bison Tube level, and that's just $3 a month. Well, here are your hosts, Charles Watkins and Tom Brotherman. Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. It looks like we all survived Texas Challenge. Most of it. Oh, no, there's two. Okay, so we have at least two. We have viewers tonight. Yeah, they're, they're showing up. They're showing up. Yep. Uh, I know Chad survived. He's in the chat. Chad, Chad should have, like, a special award for the room he had to survive in. Oh, yeah, because that, that uh, whole – Darren, good to see you, my friend. How is the future? Uh, hopefully Wednesday is going well. Yeah, it was sort of a weird debacle. It, I guess they kind of worked it all out, but one of the hotels had been uh, de-affiliated. De-franchised <laughs> de or something or other. I don't know. Yeah, and so uh, some of the rooms were a little bit the, – the rooms necessarily weren't bad. They were just missing – Furniture. Uh, they were a little bare. <laughs> missing maybe a few lights. Right. So I felt bad for D because she was taking the brunt of a lot of that. And uh, oh well. Yeah, um, Chad, Chad said the room was fine after the first night. So they were troopers. Who leaves not lights at night anyway? Yeah. Well, they. I think they walked in. There was no light. One in the bathroom. At least they, they got, got that part yeah, right. They had no, and so they got him one lamp, and then we mentioned it to, to D, and she's, you know how D is. She's like, I'll take care of this right now. Yeah, that was not acceptable. <laughs> she got after it. Um, yeah, no lights is what he says. No lights, ooh. <laughs> um, so let's take a few minutes. Let's kind of quickly uh, let people know how Texas Challenge went and you guys tell tell everybody how you felt like texas challenge went overall it was a blur <laughs> for you it was a blur that's for sure but you're the you were the outgoing president so you had a lot to do oh, yeah and i'm not done because it sucks to be d's friend yeah <laughs> you got work to do still but how do you feel like it went overall from your perspective tom oh my god so Michelle would come up and say, we got a problem. And so, you know, every challenge we've ever done, and this is the same with everybody's magazine. We're no, we're no different. There, There's all kind of little problems, some bigger than others, that go on behind the scenes, and they get taken care of, and nobody ever really knows about it. Right. Well, when she came up and said, we got a problem, and I don't even remember what her thing was, it was like, that's not really a problem. <laughs> done taken care of and then she come yeah. back later with another one the same kind of thing it's like man if we michelle if we had your kind of problems on every challenge we'd be really happy campers right 
Uh, it went great. Um, the the city did all kind of stuff for us. Uh, they, yeah. They, oh, yeah. Definitely, Cisco rolled out the red carpet for for us. They they had signs and banners and giveaway or you know coupons and everywhere you went. At least my my experience. Everywhere you went, they were just so grateful to have have a, a city full of folk. The uh, the city council supplied the pies for the event. Pie was incredible. Now, 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 let me say this right. The city council supplied the pies. Yeah, they paid for not, it. Not the taxpayers of Cisco right. and the city council voted on it. The city council members themselves paid for it. Yep. Yeah, they had this lemon pie with raspberry jam on top of it. Oh. And a buttermilk pie. I, I know some of you... Yankees aren't aren't gonna be real familiar with what a buttermilk pie is. It's a southern thing, kind of like fried chicken. Um, but they had they had uh, they had buttermilk pie. Let's that just was, go and alienate half or wow. I had the chocolate pecan pie and it was fabulous. I told you to get that one. That was awesome. It was it was incredible. It's probably later, about four thousand calories a slice oh, yeah. too. But... <laughs> I was, I spent the, the, that's why I told everybody that week, that week I was just, there was no, there was no, it was, uh, it was gluttony central that whole week. So yeah, I'm paying for it, but I'll, I'll, uh, I'll work on getting rid of it between now and, and Mingo, but. David Vickery, he, you know, he loves buttermilk pie and, and that guy, he, he doesn't eat like a, maybe like a hummingbird eats. Yeah. He's as thin as a rail. And he had four slices. Thing. I don't, don't blame yeah. him, man. Yeah. Um, so, Charles, what were your what do you you had a different, obviously different perspective than from what Tom had to, to deal with. So, what 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 did you think of the week? Um, I I enjoyed it. It was it was refreshing to have Cisco or have challenge in a small town. Yeah. And for it to go as well as it did. Yes. Pro- proves to us that. We don't have to seek out these major metropolitan areas or these major uh, urban hubs to have challenge. Uh, you can have it in a town of, you know, that that grosses a population under a thousand. I'm right. I'm assuming. Um, I think Cisco's population was right at three thousand. Yeah, I mean, it, and you know, it it reminded me a lot of when. There was still a ton of driving around for the team challenge, but it, the feel of it reminded me of when we had challenges in the Texas state parks. Right. And, and when we would do them in the state parks and, and whatnot. And, and it kind of it brought back that kind of homey. You, you got to know your neighbor a little better. You know, um, there was, it was a, for as fast paced as it was, it's, it kind of felt a little slow rolled. Um, you know, you got to sit down and talk with the people beside you and around you, um, you know, and, and get to know them if you didn't know them already. Um, and so it, it was a good event. I really liked having it in Cisco. Um, I don't, I don't, I know people will, will argue one way or the other. I don't typically associate Cisco with 
West Texas. <laughs> no, that's um, not really West and, for me. I and, agree. You know, and, and I lived there. I grew up there my, you know, whole childhood. So, um, you know, but it was great. Um, you know, team challenge went off without a hitch. Um, individual challenge was superbly done and ran without a hitch as well. Um, I got my yes second place Way in my, in in my age category. Laura um, got second. Yep, Laura got second in her age category as well. So yep. um, it was a really good run event. Um, you know, a, a couple of scratches still. Quite a few, but you're pretty careful. You kind of know what you're doing. Um, I mean, but there, you were yeah, a- there were some people there that left a good size amount uh, donation to the blood bank. They just forgot to leave it at the blood bank. Um, right. They, they left, left it out on the field. individual course. Um and whatnot. So um, that was good. The only sad news that we have to report about challenge, which really wasn't challenge's fault, but it happened while we were there. Um, a lady who caches by the name of Goofy Grams. Um, she is a um, elderly, and I say elderly, she's 80 plus. Yep. Um, drives from Florida every year to attend this event. Uh, she was holding a ladder for somebody who was going up to get a cash um, and they fell out of the tree and landed on her and uh, broke yeah. her hip. Yeah. So she, she broke her hip in multiple places. Uh, yeah, like they, they, they called 911, got her taken care of and, and moved to Abilene. Um, I ended up volunteering to drive her car to the um, hospital in Abilene. And then I left her, with one of our puzzle talk coins and one of uh, one of my Pathfinder thirty three trackables, um, and then wrote her a really nice message and sent it to her through the geocaching messenger service. Um, and so, if some of our listeners want to reach out to her and just send her a, a heartfelt hey, you know, wish you get well soon. Um, her geocaching name was Goofy Grams, all one word. Um, and you can find her in the, um, you know, through the messenger service and just send her, Hey, you know, the hosts of puzzle talk talked about you and, um, hope you have a speedy recovery and whatnot, but she's been a trooper through all of this. We drove her car back to the hospital and parked it for her and whatnot. And, and, um, she's, she's got a long road to recovery, but she's got, um, you know, Texas is a good place to to do that, we've got she's, she'll have a lot of support around her. Yeah, um, geocaching uh, community can reach out to her and whatnot. So, I had uh, heard from somebody who visited with her that um, she might be driving home and within two weeks. Wow, which I don't know how that works, but wow, I don't think so. But wow, well, yeah, she, they're she that they're saying that's what they told her. So she pin it all she, together, I guess, going there and. <laughs> well, and she broke her hip on her right side, which is your accelerator brake pedal foot. Yeah. So, I mean, if she gets, you know, it all depends on how surgery and rehab and whatnot goes. Um, the sad whatnot, thing so. is, I'd heard that it may not be true or not, but I'd heard that she's pretty able-bodied and that yeah. she could have gone up that, that ladder fine, but for some reason the other person did. And so she wasn't even on the ladder. The other person right. was, uh, she wasn't on the ladder. They fell out of her. It's like, dang it, yep. that's terrible. 
Yeah. My question so, is, where was Stephanie? <laughs> Catch her in midair. No, Stephanie just would have, before they could have got the ladder out of the car, she would have ran out the tree, grabbed the cash, signed it, and put it back before the. Right. Yeah. So, um, you know, uh, Goofy Graham, she, she's, she has, she gets out and around. She gets around to plenty of events. Um, yep. You know, I met her at last year's challenge. Um, she's a hoot to talk to um, and whatnot. So, uh, Mo, our our best well wishes to her in a speedy recovery, and we hope everything um, goes according to plan for um, her and her um, road to recovery, so that it is speedy and um, she can get back out there and get to moving around and geocaching again. Yep. Yeah, I think, and we'll get to the get, get into the show here, but uh, I think it went really well. Um, we we had a lake house. Um, Charles, I had a room. Charles was fortunate had a room as well. Laura came in for most of it, and when we had um, some uh, some bums who uh, Derek and Ryan were upstairs, and Jesse was. And then on we the couch. had this yeah this homeless guy on the couch. And Jesse was on the couch <laughs> for most of the time until he took off. Um, uh, the day, the the night before, to try to make it home, and they couldn't get home because of the snow. They got all the way to. They got close. They got to Colorado Springs. Yeah, but uh, it was a great week. I thought uh, I was wore smooth out. I mean, I came home and sat on the couch, and and Derek actually went visited his son. It came through Greenville and found one of my caches. And I was like, I should probably go out there. It's like, I can't get up and go out there. I'm wiped <laughs> out. So I texted back and forth with him a little bit. But um, my best day, and everybody caches different, but my best day before, thir- I think it was Thursday we did that. Yeah, Thursday. My yeah. best day was, I was 31. My best month was like 94. 94 fines in a month. Fine in a month. Thursday, I signed 135 logs. <laughs> 135. In like six hours. 120 of those were letterbox hybrids with Charles and, and Jesse and a, and a caravan of cars behind as we went down the road uh, every 528 feet, which I was pretty good but once in a while i'd i'd overshoot we'd have to go back so i i caught i got some flack but that's okay so i don't mind and, ribbing so you're saying your best day was thursday charles best day was saturday and my best day was a sunday before oh look at that legal draft to legal draft brewery and get some woot beer yes now that is great now that's in fort worth right but that's where you got it that's in fort worth the root beer. But that's the root beer we had from from Woodstock. Yeah, I had root beer at that brewery for the brewery event. Uh, that and that was pretty pretty darn good too. I was very different. <laughs> it was, but I liked it. I liked it. I liked it, but not as good my, as legal draft. My, my two root beer snobs, oh, being wow. Cheryl, my wife, and and David Vickery, they they didn't care for it, but I oh, I liked okay. it. It was different. <laughs> I thought it was good, but like I said, overall the whole thing went well. We had uh, 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 Chad and his family came down. 
uh, all the way from Washington. We had from that side of things, we had Roomba cats from California uh, come over from from there. We had people from really all Mr. over the all over the Mr. country. Mr. New York House. State, yeah, New York State. We had um, Stephanie, Vinny, and their uh, and their Lambo puppy dog made Lambo the trip the, over. Yeah, Lambo the dog. Lambo. We've talked to them for a little bit. They seem to have a great time. So if you ask uh, Action Trinity uh, about it, I think that they had a great time. So anyway, a good time had by all. Looking forward to Mingo. We'd have. I don't think we had any issues of, of major, except for unfortunately the one accident. But uh, no. I think uh, the 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 uh, the group did an incredible job, and uh, everything was was so well done. I was I was I'm always impressed by the by the crew that puts on. So where's it uh, going to be next year? Next year it's in Conroe, Texas. Which Don't try ask that since I'm no longer the president. Northwest of Houston, but it's kind of it's sort of yeah, northwest of Houston. I thought it was it, yeah, it's, it's 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 like one of the last suburbs, yeah, more or less. Now. Before you now, yeah, now it is. It, yeah. it they have grown together, but it's pretty much the last suburb of Houston on your way north out of out of that place. Yeah, so. there's a geo tour there. Looking forward to that. All right. But the interesting thing was there was some really cool varying puzzles at Texas Challenge. So we're going to talk about a couple different aspects of them. So um, anyway, Charles, we'll let you kind of direct us where you want us to go this time. Wait, do we want to talk about the news real quick? Oh, the news? Yeah, let's do that. I'm sorry. I got so busy with talking about that. Give us some good news. All right. In the news, GC8 Neat, N-E-A-T, is live. If you uh, go out and collect some trash and better your neighborhood, your community, plant some trees, get rid of some invasive species, um, you have to post You have to post a photo of what you did to uh, better your community and where you did it at. Um, there's required to have one photo of of you. It doesn't have to be of you. It can be right. of you with trash in the background um, or whatnot. So uh, follow the rules for that. Go ahead and get that. Um, I got mine at a Sito uh, event. That's right. And so we got the Sito Season 1 Souvenir as well as qualified for the locationless cash. So that's out there. Go do some good in your community and claim a locationless cash. Um, if you are able to attend a large event, uh, GC8 Frog, FR0G, is still available. Um, so you can still log that if you can find um, one. And then you can get two locationless caches potentially on the same day, depending on how you log it. Uh, Puzzle Talk merch is available in the Geocache Talk store. Go to geocachetalk.com and click on the store tab at the top, or you can go directly to the store, um, chromiaprint.com slash collections slash geocaching. Um, the new souvenir promotion is underway, so go out and get some caches. Gary 
accomplished all <laughs> of the blue right uh, through them all. <laughs> that's right. All of the requirements for the new wonders of the world and the out of space wonders of the world and became an extreme adventurer, whatever the souvenir for that was. Yeah. Um, he did that all in an afternoon um, with 135 caches in a day. Um, my, also, my, you didn't bother. Time, you didn't even way. look him up, did you? I didn't even no. look at him. I just, I just kept going and, and just, just I, keep logging. You'll get them. We got to dinner, and I think I looked at. It and I go, oh look, I got a ball. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, letterbox hybrid cash type went to second on my list after all that. Um, got and three to, three to go to complete it. Oh, you're not. You're close. And then the other thing, the uh, this went live yesterday on every cache worldwide. The great story, thumbs uh -huh. up, or the helpful log, those upvoting features have gone live on all caches worldwide due to the feedback that headquarters got from the few countries and I think a couple of random states that were selected to do their beta testing and trialing on. Um, I can't wait to try and find a bunch of caches that have TFTC and click the helpful button and the great story on those logs. Um, just because I think it's funny and you can. I know. Um, this is one of those features that I personally probably am never going to use. Um, there, you're supposed to be able to sort logs based on the great story and helpful upvotes that huh. happen on a cache page. Um, somebody was saying the other day that the search feature wasn't working properly, or the filter feature wasn't working properly. Yeah. Um, but I just love to have like, a really phenomenal cache that somebody just goes in and puts TFTC and gets a bunch of <laughs> great stories and helpful logs. And uh, that thing ends up being like the top favorited log on one of the caches. But so go check it out. If you haven't noticed yet, go into um, the uh, geocaching. Uh, I believe you can do that from the official app and on the website only. I do not believe that you can do that in the um, third-party API partner apps just yet. I don't know if it's coming or not. There's been some back and forth in the forums about it already. You can go to the GroundSpeak forums and read that for that. And that's what we got for the news. There you go. So a lot of different puzzles that we run across. So we're going to talk about a couple different, mostly uh I guess most of it was done. What are the punch? Was that team challenge? Yes. Yeah. So okay. all of these puzzles were um, for the team challenge event in um, at the Texas challenge. Um, each team gets a copy of the puzzles um, and then you can either solve them or not solve them. They're depending on whatnot. They, may give you some good points. They may not. It all just kind of depends on how your team decides to attack um, <coughs> attack yeah. Texas Challenge um, and what your strategy is. Um, but there were one, two, three, there were six puzzles this year in the, um, in the packet that you got when you got your GPX file for all of our made-believe caches on our um, playing field. So um, I've got these all pulled up. These are all in our show notes. 
And so when the show notes publish, you'll be able to go in and copy and paste these puzzles out of it. I have them pulled up. Um, I took each of the puzzles to work, scanned them in as a PDF and have them pulled up in Adobe. And so I will share those um, as we um, get to them. So I'll pull the first one before, up. Before you, share, before you share. Oh, go ahead, Tom. Tom so, wrote Tom wrote every last one of these puzzles. I just want you all to know that that man right there. <laughs> er, errors and all. Wrote, wrote every last one of them. So these puzzles are not like what you would see. In, well, they could be like what you would see on a, on a website. But what's different is there's no website. So you can't hide stuff in a source code. You, they're printed in black and white. So there's nothing with color to play with. You can't hide anything in an image or a word file. So it's kind of like the puzzles you're going to, you would see in FTF magazine. Right. Except for he has color. Right. And he now right. also has a blue ammo can. He does oh, that's have right. a blue he's, ammo can. He's got one of these back here like I got. Yeah, but his is newer and shinier. His is much newer and shinier than this one. but. And I, and, and I need yep. to send him a picture of it, too. Yeah, FTF Magazine is now a Hall of Fame member. Good for him. I like Keith. and I, FTF Magazine is awesome. All right, so bring up the puzzles. Bring them up. Bringing up the puzzles. And let's see if Gary can figure out what you're doing this oh first. Oh, boy. You, you put, don't put me on the spot. I'm putting you on the spot. Which punch are we looking at first? This is punch yep. number four. So I let, we left that part in there. The punch number four part is just to tell them what punch on their scorecard to punch. The The... All the temporary caches we hide out in the field have, have got a punch with a number on it, and you punch the corresponding thing on your scorecard. So that's just this puzzle goes to punch number four. So it's got letters and numbers, I-T, I-1, T-1. Oh, well, is that an O or a zero? It looks like a zero. Yeah, that's, zero that's, one. One of the first, that's one of the first oopsies. That should be an O. Then there's a space. And then N1, S1, O3, L1, T1. <clears throat> then there's another space. So my guess is that the first I1, T1, and you said that should be an O, right? Yeah, it should o. be an O. Okay. Maybe the O and the zero should be a little farther apart on the keyboard so the dumb typist doesn't mess it up. Huh. I was my own editor. Uh, IT. Uh, it's not ringing a bell. Is this there, a? I'm going to tell you right. <laughs> there's two. There's two ways to solve this. Do you, do you kick out all the letters and try to, or tick, kick out all the numbers and try to? Well, let, let's. What do you? Which route do you want to go with first? The numbers or the letters? I'm going to guess. I want all the numbers taken. Okay, out. Let's, look, let's, look at, let's look at the numbers. What's one, the one, highest one. number you see in that puzzle? Uh, <clears throat> I see a five. But I what do you see most of? One. One and two. One and two. Oh. 
like binary. No, and in the letters, do you see the entire alphabet? Oh no, I do not. <clears throat> yeah, it's it's one through five, and there's a lot of eyes, a lot of eyes, a lot of O's. A lot of T's. Huh. H is a pretty common letter. Are there how many H's are there? There are I don't see any H's. There are no H's. Am I looking at it wrong? No. No H's. There's one that has AI and then a one. That's the only one I think that has a two-digit. Not that it matters at this Where point. Where do you see that? Uh, second line, W1, and this AI1. Right here. Oh, I screwed that up, too. Should it be just A1? Uh, wow. It would be an A1. There wouldn't be a zero. I'm stumped. I haven't slept enough in the last two nights. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Where well, am I going? Well, there's oh. two ways there's two ways to solve this. Laura says she knows. Well, that's not fair. Of course she knows. She's smart. one well, one way you could solve this is a simple substitution. <laughs> oh, yes. passphrase. Oh, no, not not even with a passphrase. You could just do a simple simple substitution, or okay. Oh, so you're seeing what she's saying out of the thing. <laughs> so look at look at the title. All right, hang on, hang on to this. Let me pull this down real quick. Welcome to the and town, some, and, and and do some behind the scenes stuff real quick, uh, and then I'll and then I'll pull it back up. All right. Welcome to the town of Cisco. Interesting. E one zero one M one W two S one zero three or O three C one W one O three. It should always be a letter and a number. Although some of them have zeros, but I think they're yeah. The zeros right. should be O's. W two F one. I want T one. I want T one. So you're saying that the she she tried to tell you something there. The passphrase. Where would where would you get a passphrase off this thing? Probably from the 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 title. The title. Yeah. How many characters are in that title? She asked <laughs> why the hardest, the hardest one first because they've seen this before. I just I did one little twist to this that they they hadn't seen. I hadn't either. So how many characters are in that that title up there? Uh, how many letters? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Is spaces count? No. Okay, two, four, six, 
8, 10, 12, 14, 16, 18, 20, 22, 24, 26. There's 26. Like 26 if you count the comma. And like I, the alphabet. And, and I had to count the comma to make this work. Okay. So, right, A, B, C are all across across the top. So, for welcome, you'd have A, B, C. Oh, wow. Really? And then under, under the W, you put a 1. Under E, you put a 1. L, you put a 1. C, you put a 1. And M, you put a 1. But that next E, that's the second one. So, you put a 2. And then that's the first, go to 2. That's the first T, the second O, the third T. First H, third E. Fourth, what do oh, we got? Fourth T. So that's your substitution then. Is that's the, your substitution. So that I1, you'd go to, to the, the first I, I. I in Cisco, and that's right. the first I, and, that's and that, would be a, that would be a T, of, uh, T above it. Right. And then T1, you go to the first T. First T. Welcome to. So it'd be. Which is an H. B, C, D, E, F, G, H. Right? It's an H. Okay. Interesting. I like that. I like that a lot. So but if you didn't understand any of that, you could have still solved it as a substitution cipher. Mm -hmm. Right. And I left. I Even with that, I tried not to make it impossible. Yeah. So if you look on the one, two, three, fourth line, the last word on the fourth line, and next third to the last on the line after that, there's the exact same thing there. Uh -huh. And then that M102C301, that's in there twice. I think. Is that the one that was twice? It's, uh Yep. Uh, so Teresa, typically on a any kind of puzzles or riddles, a passphrase is something that gives you the key to the unlocking. It's sort of the key to unlocking the lock. Yeah, it's kind some, of what a passphrase some puzzles, is. Some puzzles have a, a passphrase for a key. Right. And that's it's what this the thing is. You need to get you to the next to to be able to to un. So a passphrase is a sequence of words or other text used to control access to a computer system program, or in this case, a puzzle. A passphrase is similar to a password in usage. is generally longer for added security. In this case, it was the whole title of the top. So the passphrase is welcome to the town of Cisco, Texas, correct? Is that what you say? Yeah. Yeah. Owen's saying it's a passphrase is another way to look at it as a cipher key. Yep. I got to meet Owen. Good to meet you, my, my friend. It yep, was fun to see you. Too. Got to see him and talk briefly. And uh, looking forward to maybe spend a little more time talking at uh, Mingo. But I was glad to. I'm glad to. I got to see him. So excellent. I like that one. I'm. I'm liking that. Onward and upward. Now, I'm on. I'm on a roll now. Okay, no, I'm not. I'm not on a roll, but we can continue. <laughs> you continue. Next punch, please. Next punch. Is uh, punch, punch nine. Is that the next one? Punch nine. Got it. 
Interesting. Now, the title was punt. This one and the next one go together as clues for each other, sort of. Yeah, resistance. This is resistance is futile. is futile, and the next one is not futile. Not futile. And then the key on this one, well, what's that key? It's bad word, bad way to put it. But the interesting bits on this one is you got they give you the north thirty two twenty two dot, and then it's rabbit, cat, antelope. And the next one is west zero nine nine zero two dot, horse, alpaca, hyena. So I'm kind of thinking that there's probably a, a list out there of that uses those. So maybe, I would, maybe animals in a zoo, but that has nothing to do with this. <laughs> right. What is your longest word in there? Antelope, maybe. Okay. How many letters are in antelope? Three, six, eight. Okay. Oh, is that what you did? Okay. Just count the letters. Count the letters. Okay. Yeah, Pizza Ninja got it. He was on top of that one. I oh, should have yeah. put a, I don't remember. I, now that I don't want to say it, I can't think of what it is. But the thing where you count up the, the digits in your um, coordinates and, and do a sum of them, and that way I could put a, a checker on this thing. A checker of some sort. So, you know, if you're, if you're three digits, let's say it was three, six, and nine. Right. You're, you, if you summed them up, you got 18 there. Right. That would at least tell you if you're in the ballpark. Right. Check some. There we go. Check some. Thank you, sir. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Okay. Next. Punch 104. Nope, not that one. Not that one. He's jumping oh. way ahead. He's going too fast. Now this 15, one. Punch 15 resistance is not futile. Actually, you read it how I meant it, and I just realized the is is not there. Man, All I'm right. a horrible. I need an editor. <laughs> <laughs> wow. No wonder nobody can find figure puzzles out. That's why nobody can find Spartacus. I have right. nothing to do with the Spartacus dude, man. I, that's and that's the first thing I do is go look for that guy. All right, go back to go back to the futile. There you go. So why was Wait. resistance? Why was resistance futile the first time, but it's no longer futile? Because now this is telling you that this resistance. is something to do. Resistance. Oh, so blue. Oh, but you got violet. Blue, right. red, blue, red, violet. We talking about colors of uh, wire colors or no? You're in the ballpark. You're green, getting white, that. yellow. Yeah. So resistors. Yeah, resistors are, are color coded. Right. And the colors correspond to a specific number. So blue, red, and violet, green, white, and yellow all correspond to six different num numbers in the resistance color code. There we go. There you go. Yeah. Right? I was on the right I was on the right 
track. You were get you were getting there. Was wires, but yeah, ohm wire color codes. Yes, excellent. I like that. So so it's not it's not it's Teresa. It's not this one is not just counting the letters. This one you actually have to go and find a resistance color code chart and and find the specific number like blue might be one and so just because in this case it blue has four letters doesn't mean that blue is four this one and i don't know let me see if i can find I got one here <clears throat> uh my original intent when i was going to do these is titles were going to be the same and they were both going to have colors but then I thought, well, that make that makes it a little too hard. So, yep. So here we go. Let me let me stop sharing this screen for a second and share this other screen. Casher uh, Dix asking about use the internet for this challenge. You can not only use the internet, you can use phone a friend. And there was some teams that did that. There was some yep. teams that had people back at home. Solving these for them. The longer you go, though, the longer it takes. <clears throat> uh, let me see if I can make this. There you go. Larger. Keep there looking. you go. Yep. Yep. Black is zero. Brown is one. Red, two. Orange, three. Yellow, four. Green, five. Blue, six. Violet, seven. Gray, eight white nine there you go yep that's uh that actually is really cool to do uh because you know as we know anytime you can find something that has a standardized numbering that's, that's right key. <laughs> but since this is a standard uh, not to ever change, probably in our lifetime, those numbers and those letters or those numbers and those colors are always together. So, variations on a theme you could really kind of go for, you know, you could you could trick up a picture, maybe, or you could hide the number hide the uh, names of the colors or you could hide the color somewhere so kind of you have to start thinking about uh and then like Gasher Nick saying if you use the term resistance is futile uh or any kind of any kind of relationship to ohm ohm so if you could hide ohm ohms for the poor yeah there you go <laughs> You know that um, gadget cast that Derek had at Challenge or the one with the pipe with the, you're supposed to take the cap off and run it down the side and it had the lights? Yeah. You can, you can make a really even dumber version of that. Glue the cap on the end. Skip the LEDs. Right. Just paint paint the colors you need on the side for the combination and, and have that locking error and you're done. Right. Yeah, I like it. There's uh, and that and that's why I'm not on Gadget Talk because <laughs> instead of an hour show, it was five minutes. 
Yeah. You're better. Your strength is over here. We'll let the gadget yep. guys do the gadget stuff. So, oh, that's good. Owen did one called the no no place like home. Nice, punny, very punny. All right, what we got next? I like that one. Sixty six. Next. Well, there we one. go. Sixty six. So. The title's a hint. These are things in West Texas that will poke you. Well, there's a lot of stuff. Hey, I I walked part of the individual course. <laughs> I just walked part of the individual course, and you got to be really careful. There was cactus everywhere, and I couldn't believe that I was watching Laura and Charles go. You know, they'd come by. I actually saw Charles a couple times, but uh, one of them, he solved a gadget cache and then off running. And it's like, <clears throat> that was crazy watching, but it will poke you. So, yeah. Ah, somebody's got an idea. Pokemon numbers. Yep. Yay. Pokemon. Uh, so, now that, so. Um. So, Tom, you're a you're an expert Pokemon player, right? Well, <laughs> I'm a player. I don't know about expert, uh, especially with that Eakins one. So, apparently, the numbers in Pokemon are standard, right? We can trust that the numbers are going to stay the same. You think? Yep. Okay. Because I'm always concerned. Because I've I've botched uh, a puzzle before just because I trusted a certain site and once it disappeared, I messed it all up and I didn't think about it. But I'm sure we've all made similar mistakes. But um, All right. Teresa's tough. She said she did an individual competition in Crocs. I can't. Yeah. That's no. crazy. I didn't. Because there was cactus everywhere. It was hard Cactus to run. Mesquite and... Yeah. Well, yeah. So there were a couple locust trees out there. Oh man, I remember those from Denton. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. The, yeah, the, yeah the mesquite's thorns. tough with thorns, but honey locusts, the thorns have thorns. Yeah, top of thorns. Yeah. Well, it's like a bodark tree. Bodark trees have lots of thorns too. Um, so that was one thing that when I because we sat in and watched some of the uh, puzzle teams and, and got asked by one of the teams to, Hey, y'all come over here and help us with these puzzles. And we said, ah, we'll, we'll come and sit down and, and, and give you a hand. Um, <laughs> since I didn't have any part in making them, um, they were sitting there looking at this thinking, Oh, well, these are types of cactus. Right. Oh, right. Pokey like cactus. Yeah. So they're thinking cactus. Um, a couple of quick Google searches uh, prove them wrong. <laughs> well, the names, even though I'm not a Pokemon player, they sure sound like some kind of cartoon creature. Ekans, Froakie, Nidoran, Krabby, Growlithe, Barboach. 
or bar boats. So, yep. All right. If you're a bit smarter than me, you can look at Ekans right away and tell that snake written backwards. Oh. <laughs> that was just uh, a bonus, huh? Yeah, I don't want to admit how long it took me to figure that out. <laughs> All right. Throw another curveball at everybody. 77. 77. Let me skip. I don't, this, I don't. This, this should be an easy one. I don't have a horse in this race. Do you have a horse in this race? No, but I had to go talk to a man about a horse while I was on the individual challenge course. Did you really? Wow. I hope you found yeah. a, a nice yeah. turn off. Found, point. found, found one. Because there was a lot of people on that course. There what, were. <laughs> what unit <laughs> of measurement do you use to measure the height of a horse with hands? The height of a horse is done by hands. From and then it gives the coordinates. Project one thousand four hundred seventy horse height measurements <laughs> at at three hundred and two degrees. Okay. Right. So you then have to convert hands into a unit of so measurement that you can project because you can't project hands. Right on your Garmin device. You can't project hands in, you know, in, in cashly. So you got to convert hands into a unit of measurement that you can, 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 can project in one of your devices. Um, be that feet, yards, meters, kilometers, whatever, but you got to be able to convert hands. So now the question is, what does a hand equal? So a quick Google search. Right there in front of you, Gary. Four inches, right? I'm sorry. I was looking at my page. Oh, thanks, Darren. Hand equals four inches in the USA. Well, we're in Texas. It's close enough. <laughs> uh, or, yeah. and Oh, 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 look at the. Look at the shot across oh, the shot oh. across the whole country shot across the world. That came <laughs> that came firing in like a laser. Them them them's fighting words, dude. Let's see. What's the <laughs> what's the speed of sound from where Darren lives to us? That's right. What's the speed of click? He's gone. <laughs> no, we wouldn't do that to him. No, we wouldn't. I'll put him in timeout. No, I'm kidding. That's awesome. In, in real, real measurements. <laughs> hey, Darren, I just want to remind you that almost everyone in the world uses the metric system except for the USA, and we've successfully landed a man on the moon. There you go. And put a rover I'm, I'm, on Mars. We put a rover on Mars. I'm, I'm just just saying. Just saying. Using, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, every country that has used uh, centimeters – Meters, millimeters, all of their rovers have gone crashing into the into Mars. So I think the problem is the metric system. Had they used the imperial system, they would have been able to figure out how to properly land the rover on the surface of the Mars. So, okay. but y'all y'all are correct. You, it's four inches, and so. Um, 
if you divide if you divide your 1470 hands by three that then gives you a feet that you need to can need to project at 302 degrees so by four is by four well, no, because four, eight, twelve. There are three hands oh, and a foot. Oh, three, yeah, yeah. Okay, I follow right. You. Yeah. So, so I now you, you take you take your four, fourteen. Third. You said I got to have three hands and a foot, but I only got two hands and two feet. <laughs> that's right. Three ha three hands equals a foot. So that's four hundred and ninety feet at three hundred and two degrees. Gotcha. So this one was like on the opposite side of the highway. Well. Well, from it's 490 feet from wherever these coordinates put you. Yeah. So it's out there. And that's where the punch was. So everybody. It, it was out there. Right. But right. everybody who's wondering what we're talking about for Texas challenge, the way they do these is there's a punch. There you go. Oh yeah. Here you go. Charles has one to show. So this so is my scorecard from the individual challenge. Individual challenge. But in this, we have punches. Yeah, show it. Uh, yeah, so, you're just, so each so of the, those is a cutout, right? Those cut out? Right. It's a craft punch in a certain shape. Yeah. And so you have to have these on your scorecards in the appropriate boxes. Yeah. You were a little awful number three there. Close enough. It counts. It counts. It counts. It counts. It's within the 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 uh, margin of error. Margin of error. So no, it's no hang, no hanging chads. That's right. So a real quick story is I was with um, Jesse and, and and Chad and a couple other people, and we were out. We did some quick caching uh, on a, on the day of the challenge. And one of the this is something you normally wouldn't do. I don't think. Um, correct me if I'm wrong, Tom, but you try not to put anything near a real cache because correct. you don't want people messing with the you don't want people messing with the punchers because that'll mess up everybody. Somebody had one on top of a real cache, and so we joked about taking it and hiding that puncher way up in the tree <laughs> but we didn't do it but we thought that was kind of funny or we were going to have jesse hold it and as a team came by they were going to have to try to pin him to the ground and so that was our was it <laughs> was it an old cashier or was one of the new ones that came out while we were there no it was an old one it was in a cemetery and oh, literally that, the, that the shouldn't punch, happen i know literally the punch was on top of the actual cash so we we had a good laugh and then put it back where it was and moved on. But all right, we're on to where you want to go next. You want to talk about uh, some of the things we ran into uh, Charles on our, some of our caching days. You want to talk about, cause they had regular caches out there, regular puzzles. Oh, you want to do one Oh four. Oh no. You still, we still got one more here. Yeah, 104, sorry. And this one's got an oops in it, too. Of course it does. Of course it does. But so uh, I got lucky with the oops because it still works. Pardon me, 104. What type of puzzle is this? The punch can be found at north, and then I'm doing this because we have audio listeners, too. Uh, north is AE together, QE, 
then QE again, then ZC, then AL, then ZN, then QO. That's for north. And then west is AL together, AK, AH, Q0, Q should be a, probably an O, right? Correct. No, it's, yeah, it's an O. QO, it's a zero in here, but that's okay. QR, QIZZ. And that AE should have really been AD, but I got fortunate it does work either way. Really? It does? Yes, it does. So, all right. So, when you're looking at this, um, Gary, yeah, what what do you what is a repeating theme here? The A and and the and the Q and the Z. All right. So look down read the, there. Read, 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 little, the, I'll read, read the title again. The pun. Uh, what type of puzzle is this? What is the second word? Type. Oh. Look down at look down at your QWERTY keyboard. What do you oh. notice about A, Q, and Z? Oh yeah, they're all one line. So they're all they're your three rows of yep, letters. Rows. Yep. So if you went to Q and then over to E, right? Right. right. And then went up the diagonal to the number that sits above that, what number is that? Uh, on my keyboard, it would be three. Correct. Okay. Yep. So oh, if no. so if you so if you did ZZ and then ran up the keyboard to the number, what number are you at? I'm coming up to two. Now if you went Q ZZ no, should be one. ZZ should be one. Yeah, mine's a little offset. So I see ZZ is one. Okay. Right. So you got to go up the diagonal. Right. Up the diagonals. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm with um, you. Now. Right. So if yep. you went if you went Q to letter O and then went up the diagonal, what Nine. number are you sitting at? Nine. Nine. Right. Right. And so that's how you solve this puzzle. Interesting. Which Whereas, they had. Right. They had one similar to this that was a keyboard puzzle at last year's challenge. So if you go to multiple of these challenges and you're on the puzzle team, good lord. Go ahead. I'm showing the. All right. So on a standard. Yeah, yeah your ZZ is a one. Yeah, it's a, it is a one. But like you said, you got to work on an angle. Right. Okay. So if you went Q to the Y. And up, it's a six. It's a six. Right. Correct. So that's how this, this puzzle works. And it doesn't matter. It just so happens that his, his very first one, AE, even though E is not on the same row with A. Oh, right. It, it's still AD and AE still land you on the number three. three. Oh, he did get lucky, didn't he? <laughs> right. So... And and I got lucky because it's the first thing you know is going to be a three anyway. Right. So well, Z. Because right. so we if you go chord wise, it's yeah. Right. So if you went Z letter C, that lands you on the number three. But so does Q E and A D. Right. All of those still land you on the number three. So if you have multiple threes in your puzzle. 
you can get away from having QE, QE, QE by having a ZC. Right, because then they right? they'll line up. Yeah, they, they still line up, but then there's no easy way for them to say, well, this one has got to be a three because, yeah. you know. Because you're, you're avoiding, because one of the things that you do when you're solving puzzles is a lot of times look for patterns. Right, yeah. redundancy and patterns. Right, and, if and, you, that, and that's why, you know, the first one should have been AD. It's AD, yeah. QE, QE, all three of those are threes. Yeah. Right. And so it was a ZC. So I got three different, four numbers there that are all threes written three ways. Right. So all of those highlighted, the very first four letters are all threes. So all of those uh, uh, equate to a three in the puzzle. So I'm, Martin's saying that he thinks the QE is wrong, but I. Yeah, I think he meant the AE. The AE was wrong. The, the A, yeah. right? The AE is the typo in the puzzle because because there's no E. The E doesn't fall on the same row as A. Correct. Right. That's what he was referring to. Yeah, exactly. Yep, I like that. That's fun with. Uh, and so on this one, that's why I, keyboards. You, I wrote all the numbers out is on this one because it kind of helps give a clue to how to solve this thing. Yeah. Because you know it's going to be three three, and you know it's going to be nine eight, right? Because so knowing that, first. no QE is not a typo. QE is no, it's correct. QE is because Q and E are on the same line. A QE, QE comes out to three. No, yeah, QW would be a two, Martin. At least on our keyboards, Q and W lines up. You have to go on an angle, a little bit of an angle. So, yeah, so QW would be 2. QR would be 4. QT would be 5. QY is 6, etc. On my keyboard, they're a little bit on an angle. So, like, QP Oh, is now zero. I see what he's saying. I see what he's saying. I'm going off this. I thought it was oh, the catch is 33, not 33. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. Well, you know, the gum puzzle writer doesn't always get it right. <laughs> Somehow this they was, found this it, was, I guess. This was last minute stuff, so. We follow you now. We see what that, you're saying. That's oh. it. That that puzzle maker's F.I. Red. <laughs> that's it. We're getting a new one for next year. Yes, we are. Yeah. <laughs> High Speed Mom says the cash was at 32. Yeah, we got you now. Sorry, Martin. We were, we were, we weren't thinking of the actual cash. We were thinking of the keyboard at the time. So, yeah. uh, all right. You want to take a yeah. minute? And the problem with this was, I, I, I wrote it one way, and I probably had it right, but then I was trying to change it up to, you know, show the number three, uh, so it wouldn't, you know, totally. But you know, it wouldn't sure, all be AAA yeah. or QQQ. I'm sure That's all where the, I messed it up. Yeah, and I'm sure all the teams uh, figured out pretty quickly that you were referring to 32 and not 33. Probably so, because that's a that would be a big difference in in the locations. Yeah, Teresa's saying the coordinates yeah. for Cisco should more be north 32. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and we ballparked yeah. it. 
And Pizza Ninja mentions the Dvorak keyboard. Nobody does anybody still use what the is Dvorak what is keyboard? that? It's not the QWERTY. The you know, is that is that that one they got there? The Smithsonian? Probably it is. It is. It's the one that's in ABC order. Yeah. So we always refer to the the keyboard as QWERTY because it looks like that's what the word. There's a word at the top. Q W E R T Y QWERTY. Oh, well. Yeah, I think so. I'm sure everybody did. Everybody figured out the extra puzzle that Tom threw in. Just to, he did that on purpose to keep people, you know, keep keep them guessing. Oh, Timo, he mentions that they he's got a Dvorak puzzle up in Ohio. That's a cool idea. Because let me tell you, a lot of people don't. I mean, that's that is the kind of puzzle stuff that is really cool because. People just—it's like using cursive writing. someday. you'll be able to use cursive writing, and all the casters can be like, "I don't know what this is. I don't know—is is there <laughs> somebody, somebody have a a way to figure out what these letters are? Because this is cryptic to me. Oh, this is old cursive that they used to used to learn you in school, but they don't teach it anymore. Yeah, I think they've started doing that again. Uh, uh, yeah, I think it's real hit and miss still. Yeah. Hey, just finding our way. Hey, you're let nobody's ever really late. You're just sort of fashionably. It's your time. grand entrance. He's late. I hope he. I hope he brought more root whoop beer because I'm empty. Yeah, he's more whoop beer. Uh, so Charles, you want to talk? About cried because we we went about. into that. Let's say we about cried because and the brewery did too, and we went into it with. Seven growlers to fill up, and they didn't have any whoop beer. <laughs> oh wow! But they sent us to a place that sells their stuff and got to fill them up. We're able so, to get it. Yeah. So uh, we did do some regular puzzles, um, and obviously we don't spoil puzzles on the show. But we want to talk briefly about some of the things we ran across. Uh, ran across that day because there were some tips I think for in the future that we all need to be aware of and so um, we had a good time in fact it, it may not be exciting for everybody else but I had a great time I think it was Wednesday night late I was sitting next to Charles and Jesse and they were mostly I was wasn't really of much help but I was watching those two guys go through <laughs> and, and solve puzzles while I, while I I ate chocolate covered pretzels and watched them guys work through. I I I was sort of the I was sort of like a secretary. I would look stuff up too on certitude. So pretty and much, we, we struggle bus through some of it. We did, and uh, yeah, well, some of the struggle bus was not us as we we determined. Um, so. This one series of, of puzzles used certitude, which is kind of cool, I guess. I mean, I, I kind of like certitude. It's, it's, I like certitude. Yeah. The problem came in, and I guess, I guess let's, okay, now let me go back up. I, I personally kind of liked most of those puzzles. I don't know, Charles, did you overall kind of uh, like the, the duck puzzles? Yeah, I like the, the duck series. You better like the Duck Caesar series because the person who wrote them is in your chat room tonight. Oh, is Fishy Kitty um, in? 
Didn't, awesome. didn't Teresa write them? Oh, yeah. I um, like them, but we did run into a snag. <laughs> a, a couple of them. You always um, do snags when you're fishing. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so th they were a lot of fun. We ran into a problem, though. I don't know if you want me to describe it or you can't, Charles, where you have to be real careful, though, when you're building a puzzle. I guess I'll do it. So, um, sorry. So You better not make her archive these because you tick her off because I haven't got to go up there and find them yet. Oh, it was uh, great. No, no, the caches were well done. The the yeah. problem that we came across with some of them, it says straight up on most, if not all of the cache pages, that your answers in certitude are all to be lowercase letters with no spaces. Right. And we at least found one that you had to put a space in it because we called a previous person who had found it. And they said, oh, no, you have to put a space in between the two words. Right. So there I don't we think have, you have to because I think third seed, no matter if you put a space in or not, takes the spaces out. Doesn't it? No worries, we won't archive. No, it wouldn't work. It uh, wouldn't work. no, it we we tried it at all capital letters, all lowercase letters, capital first letters. Um and then finally when we reached out to a previous finder, they said, Well, you just put a space in there. Yeah. We put a space in it and Got a woohoo and and added it to the solved list. Off we oh, went. Yeah, no. I th I think it was the wind blowing, messing up the internet because there was the same problem with the adventure labs there. Yeah, there was, some, there was somebody who called me about one of them, and I looked up the answer in the builder and told them what it was, and they typed it in. I don't know how many times it wouldn't work, and then got out of the zone, typed it in, and it worked. Right. Yeah. Um. You know, and so, uh, you know, those were some really neat, and, and I'm glad that we did that series. Um, yeah. I went, went over and just did the 10, the 10 gadget caches. I didn't do the rest of it. I'll save that for another trip down there. Um, but I'm glad that I did those because one of those um, caches that was in there had, had this crazy slinky. And you open up this yeah. ammo can. And there's a box with a lock and a slinky. And the first thing I did was, what the hell am I going to do with this? <laughs> um, and then Laura was like, she, so I handed it to her and she looked at it and handed it back to me. And she said, I think I know, twist it. And so you took the slinky and twisted it to wind the spring up tighter and all of a sudden, these goopy lines that were on the slinky all lined oh, up and, and made and all, made. Yeah. That's right. They all made the three digit number that you needed to open the combination lock. Um, oh, cool. That's darn cool. And so then on the individual challenge, the five five cash that was at the very top of the this gnarly tree infested bush climb that you had to do to get to the top. I got up there and there's guys holding an acrylic box with a three digit combination on it. And he hands me a slinky. <laughs> You're like, and I had oh. that. Yep. And yes. I had that, I had that box open in about 15 seconds and he just looked at me like, he was like, Whoa, Whoa. Yeah. I, I guess, I guess he knows how to do this. Um, the, nice. the, the gal that came up from behind me, 
um, that was doing the individual challenge with me, she was like, I don't think I'm going to get it that fast. And so I stamped my deal, put it all back. And uh, then when we got to the finish line and we're talking to them, we are like, hey, so, you know, the the 5-5, five five, did y'all do that? And neither one of them had done it. And I was like, yeah, it's just like your slinky gadget that was over. And uh, they were like, oh, my God. You know, they're like, we avoided it because we weren't sure what it was. But, man, had they done it, it would have been easy points for them. Yeah. Easy points. Well, the trick is getting up the tree, but yes. <laughs> but, um, you know, so we had a couple of problems with the certitudes, um, you know, and and reached out to some previous finders who had um, yeah. gone through and already done it and said, hey, we're having problems with this certitude where this is what we're punching in and it's not working. And so, um, you know, I don't know. We'll, Teresa, we'll have to get in there and, and look we'll at it, it and, and figure out which one it is and send you guys a, a message about it. Yeah. Um, but for the most part, all of those caches out there, um, you know, worked well, but there were a couple of them that the certitude was just sticky for us for whatever reason. Yeah. And it, what's interesting too is a lot of people, I think, don't necessarily think completely outside of the box, whereas they thought completely outside of the box in that there was a puzzle on the, there's a puzzle on the page, which we worked out for the most part, all, all the way. Well, we did all the gadget ones, but I know some of the other people did all of them, but like you said, like Charles said, we did mostly the gadget ones. And then you get out to the gadget cache and there's a gadget. So it's another layer that was kind of cool to add because first you had to get the right coordinates <laughs> just to even right. get, get to the right location. Once you get to the right location, there's a gadget cache there. And um, the only thing, and Teresa knows this, but you have to be careful when you, when you use uh, certain locks, because over time, certain locks uh, on gadgets can get kind of, they can kind of break down. Uh, so these were three digit code, three digit numbers on locks and some of the locks can sometimes get to where they're sort of, they become half numbers. So like instead of a, instead of a five, it was like 5.5. And so our team kind of, we would work on it for a little bit and then we'd hand it to somebody else and we'd kind of go, we're pretty sure that it's four, four, one, for example, but it might've ended up being 3.5, 4.51 or something. So, once we did that and, the, and the, the locks would open, then we were good to go. But uh, great. Uh, they had some great ideas. Some, uh, there's some ideas, which, of course, we won't spoil them, but there's some ideas that I thought were really clever um, to make into puzzles, uh, to make into some gadget caches. Yeah. Here. I think that whole series is awesome, and I haven't even done them. But I think that whole series <laughs> is awesome. Yeah, the others are probably pretty good too. Uh, did you I, did you read the description? Oh yeah, of, of all of them. Yeah, read read the description on the one he's got on the thing. You just oh, you the, only have to get past the first sentence to know why I love them. Oh, the the ducks or the or the no, water? Yeah. Oh, your name's on one of them. Yeah, his name's on all of them. My name's on oh. all of them. Oh, they are. I just I glossed over your name after a while. Must be. Yeah. yeah, so we, you, we, you're thinking because you're Texas that it's Texas Parks and Wildlife Department, which it is. 
It is. But, but before I worked for the electric company, I used to work for Texas Parks and Wildlife Department. And one of my, I was wearing my hat one day. It said TPWD on it. And my buddy yep. said, that stood for Tom Plays with Ducks. And I told Jonathan and Teresa about it. And next thing I know, here's this series. Yep. Yep. No, well done. Uh, I, we were able to drive. I, I didn't, like I said, I only did part of it, but we were able to drive all carefully. Of all of it. Yeah. Just had to watch um, out for the old cacti. Yeah. And it, it showed up. There are, it showed up as a little duck head. So it's a little geo art that's out yeah, there. Little geo art. So not only was it, uh, uh, you know, mysteries that had, you know, had puzzles on them. Not only did it have gadget caches in the, in the series, but also became a geo art. So, I mean, that's, that's about as well done as you could ever get right there. Yeah. And, it, and you, and you learn stuff about the critters. We did. We learned about ducks and, uh, the, and some fish. the, um, uh, and the location was good. We were out kind of away from folks and, uh, we're able to, have a blast together and, uh, you know, do all the good things that we did. So, uh, we thank you. Thanks, Teresa. And, uh, okay. So I did want to mention one other item, uh, before we get to another, uh, probably a wrap up point, but, uh, one of the other, uh, there were several series out there of, um, uh, they'll be in the show notes. So you, if you want to look up the different puzzles that are out there, uh, one of the things that I thought was, uh, you know, was interesting is the way the person who did them did some musical ones. That was kind of interesting. But the thing is, is that one of them caught my eye and I was talking to Charles before the show about it. And that was, uh, at least for me, because I'm always kind of weary of making sure that if you're going to do a puzzle, that it doesn't um, become outdated. What I mean by that is when you do a puzzle and you put the word today, <laughs> the what is the value of gold today, for example? It's, out, it's outdated tomorrow. It's outdated tomorrow, but that's a, that's the example I want to try to use is that now here's the trick though. If you want to make a puzzle where you say, what's the, what's the price of gold today? You have to know that that's what you're doing. And you probably going to give a clue somewhere that, Oh, you're talking about the day, maybe the puzzle that the cash went live or something. If you didn't mean that though, you could run into a real conundrum and people will go like, well, you mean today? And they're going to go, well, well, I'll look at today then. Oh, well, you know, surgery doesn't work because. Right. Uh, that Inflation, price changes, um, incorrect information on a Wikipedia page. Yes. Um, there's all kinds of stuff that can make a puzzle that is uh, something that is time-based especially if it's based around currency or um, things like that, where all of a sudden the puzzle can be outdated fairly quickly. Right. Um, or you can completely just mess with a puzzle because anybody can change a Wikipedia page. Yes. And so you go in there and just change it, um, you know, and, and now the entire puzzle doesn't work because somebody went in and changed the Wikipedia page. 
Um, there were a couple of those, but um, you know, for us and in, in our purposes, they 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 worked. Um, will they still work in five years? Maybe, maybe not. Um, right. You know, just kind of depends on how things roll. But you can make them not work by the end of the night if you knew which Wikipedia page to go and alter. Yeah, and that's something that Tom mentioned is that, Tom, tell your how you can make Wikipedia, which changes all the time, work for a puzzle. You can go in there and, and write something in the page and then archive that page and or edit it and have a new page up there. And so that somebody for the puzzle needs to find your archived page. Right. So there's, I think one, there's, there's one uh, not too far from my house. It, 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 it's based on that. Is it the Wayback Machine uh, website? No, 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 no. It's on Wiki itself. You can, oh, you can see. Right. No, I was saying, though, that along that same sort of thread, is you could use the Wayback Machine as another location because it does internet archiving. So yeah, no, yeah, Wiki has it listed. I was just thinking he's got it listed with the date, so that's that part. That part is kind of cool, but which hopefully they're still around. I don't know, guys, if you've ever made or 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 worked a puzzle where, I mean. I assume they stick around at least for you to use. You know what I'm saying? You'd hate to go, oh, it's in the Wayback Machine. And then you go, oh, guess what? They aren't, you know, they completely delete them after five years or something. So you're like, oh, well, crud. I just made a, you know, my puzzle that I made last year is no longer good because it was. Now it's uh, not quite as way back as it used to be. Puzzle. Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah. <laughs> now it's gone. <laughs> So, well, you know, based on that kind of stuff, another type that comes to mind is with Google, um, Google Earth Pro. Oh, right. You can use old satellite images, and there's one in Austin where you have to find a plane that flew over. Oh. And they, the satellite captured a plane and tells you it's under the, you know, left or right wingtip, I forget, but. Right. But you have to go back to that certain date to find the plane. Yeah. Right. You go today to that coordinate and try to Google Earth it; it's not there anymore. Yeah, dang, <laughs> that'll up that challenge. The flight, the flight wasn't that regular, right? <laughs> That's real regular. Cool. Uh, all right. Anything else, y'all want to? Anything else you guys want to talk about? Are we good? We done. We all done here. We're all done except for viewers. If you want, what, tell us what you want to see. So give throw some ideas at us. Yeah. That's right. You can send don't, us an email. Uh, don't tie it to a rock and throw it. Put it in an email. That's right. It's Puzzle Talk Podcast, all one word, at gmail.com. So Puzzle Talk Podcast at gmail.com. Send us um, some ideas or things that you would like to see on a future show and we'll see if we can't work up enough uh, information to talk about it for for an hour show or whatnot. Um, yep. Maybe we can combine it with some other stuff, but if there's something that you want to see or you have some questions about some 
puzzle caches that you may be struggling with or um, you want somebody to beta test a puzzle that you have created, uh, you can send any of any and all of that to us at puzzletalkpodcast at gmail.com. Um, also want to give a real quick plug. We have created a Instagram page for Puzzle Talk. Oh, cool. So if yeah, you, we are, um, it is Puzzle Talk Podcast on uh Instagram, and so you can go in there and follow it. I am going to try to, you'll see where I posted a picture of Gary modeling one of our new um, Puzzle Talk, um, one of our new Puzzle Talk shirts, uh, the black version, and then the second picture of that is me modeling the gray version of our Puzzle Talk podcast t-shirts that are available in the geocache talk store please tell me you at least made it pg i mean i was wearing the shirt yeah okay. I, I had pants on too okay yeah in fact it's out doing one of fishing kitties um yeah that's what she's it's the, the the pictures is out doing one of fishing kitties um <laughs> there you go puzzles so their puzzle did make it onto the the Instagram page with me wearing the uh, nice uh, puzzle talk shirt. So yep. there you go. And Perfect. we'll try. I'll try and put a puzzle or two a week, something simple like what we went through tonight on there. Um, and uh, it, it's interactive, so if you don't understand it, you know, comment away. I'll reply with some uh, hints to get you where you need to go. And uh, whatnot. Um, we do have a one of our puzzle talk coins is hidden at the location. If you can decode the uh, puzzle on the back of our shirts, um, there is one of those coins hidden at the coordinates at that location. Um, so, yep. FYI, um, I I may or may not have swung out of my way to drive past it on my way to or from my home to Texas Challenge, and it is still there, still there, and, and, and in good condition. So waiting to be found. Not is, it is, it, is it really cold? It's high and dry. It's probably probably a little chilly, but you never know. Things will get warm here soon. It is high and dry though. So yep. You could always okay, so, uh, so it's not under three feet of snow in Denver. You could always solve it. Well, we didn't. Yeah, we don't know, but you could always That's solve right. it, and you could uh, negotiate with somebody to go. If you're if you don't live near it, you could probably do a little bit of searching on geocaching or s one of the social media sites, and you could uh, maybe work out a uh, work you out a deal. <laughs> that's, that's right. Barter with a barrel of molasses, right? That's right. That you could barter because the price, <laughs> the price of molasses is or some more root beer, some more root beer. All right, there you go. Yep, go find that. Go solve it. We had one person attempt to solve, and they were uh, they asked for confirmation, and they were wrong. So R O N G wrong. So there, that's wrong as well. So yep, 
So, all right. Well, all right. We'll see everybody. Uh, let me sure I get this right. <sighs> okay. More puzzle talk will be on April 13th and April 20th. Correct. Correct. Right. There you go. Well, thanks, guys. Y'all rock, as I as I always said. I always appreciate uh, just being along for the ride, and it's fun. So hopefully everybody, seems like everybody enjoyed it in the chat room as well. So, all right. And that ends tonight. We'll see y'all in April, or if not, we'll see you on another show somewhere. Mm-hmm.